Hello, welcome to Bet Slapped. I'm Sammy. And I'm Jordana. And we're back. Yes. What a, what a, we were just talking about how March is still very cold and terrible as we do. We love to talk the about weather. the weather. <laughs> I mean, it is what, it's going to be March 26th when this comes out. Still cold. You think of the end of March is like a pleasant time. It's of supposed year. to go out like a lamb. I don't see any lambs around here. Oh, yeah. It's still like, it's just like extremely cold still. Yeah, it's terrible. I'm going to LA tomorrow or I will be in LA when this comes out. So, oh, wow. Yeah, for work though. Yeah. But again, it's like, it's nice. I was just in California as, um, I'm sure you know. I'm sure you know. I was just. Oh, I'm I was sorry. in Northern California. Your Instagram didn't come up on my algorithm. Like I don't know. Oh my god, that's I so I guess hurtful. I just don't follow you that closely. That's so hurtful. <laughs> um, We're rarely tagged in the same photos. I know. Um, um, yeah, Northern California was beautiful. Southern California is probably even warmer. Yeah, I'm excited. It's it's just like a little bit annoying that I have to be away for essentially three days so that I can be on a, a panel for one hour. Why do you have to be away for three days then? Because well, we have to go the day before. And like, I, cause I just don't want to like get okay. there the day of the panel. Yeah. And then you have to leave the day after. Yeah. I feel like you're like into traveling. I, I, I am. I, like, I, I feel like, like I did a lot more traveling like two or three years ago. I was like the one to go to all these things. And now I'm kind of like, eh, but you like are yeah. revived. I mean, I, 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 en- I actually enjoy it mm-hmm. more than like office life. Right. Obviously. But again, it is nice it, to be like moving and like the day is not the same. And right. Exactly. It breaks up the week. weather is kind of. Yeah. It definitely breaks up the week. Right. When you go Tuesday through Thursday, it yeah. definitely breaks up but the it week. Is, it just is a little crazy that for like literally like a one hour panel, it is a way like it's a long trip. And California is so far. It is like you yeah. could go to Europe. Like I went to it's funny because I went to Iceland in September and then I went to San Francisco area like two weeks ago and Iceland's it's easier. closer to get to Iceland. Like yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, it really is. Um, so yeah. huge country we live in. Huge country, way too big for its own good. Really, like should kind of probably split into two if you right? ask me. Yeah, and I've been meaning to ask you actually because I've been looking for apartments, right? Yeah, and you live like a little further away from the office than I do. Yes. So I'm wondering what your thoughts are and like, what's it like? Like, do you kind of like living in a different area than than where you work? I do because I feel like I can go home. Like I feel like I leave and I go home and I'm separate from it. Mm-hmm. So and you're home and it's d- like it's, it's a done. different place. Right. It's a little annoying that I need to leave. I try to leave a half hour to commute both ways. Right. 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 I, I leave a half hour to commute both ways, which is annoying. But at the same time, it's like on the weekends, like I'm nowhere near the right. office. And I feel like there's not as much of a need to be downtown as there was when, when we were a little younger. Yeah, no, I have no need. Like, right. I have People everything are, I need yeah. right where I am. I don't know. I'm, also, that's what I'm going through expensive. now is, is the internal struggle of like the trade-offs. Because you get, we live, I mean, we work in an expensive part of the city right. that is to live. So it's kind of like you get a lot more for your money the I think you're away, someone though. who can appreciate the benefit of saving $500 a month. <laughs> As you do know me. Yes. Yes. And I think that that $500 a month is worth having to not live down here. Right. Like, I just don't, I don't think it's that great down here, honestly. Like, I think it's, it's like a little convenient. bit. It's really, it's, it's very convenient. It's but like, it's a little like on the weekends, like, well, I guess it depends where you live, like loud. Right. Like you could be on a loud street. Yeah, I mean that's something I oh, I always look at like the whenever I'm looking at an apartment the the sound how much sound I can hear from the street because I I need 
darkness and quiet Complete for sleeping and yes. coldness and coldness yeah. yes the cave yeah exactly i mean obviously like you don't want to live so far out of the way where it's like impossible to get to or like mm. you have to walk like 20 minutes on avenues to get to the subway even but right. i especially think especially in the winter that's kind of annoying in the right. summer it's like it's fine whatever but it's as nice long as you're in like a convenient location for like life as in like there's right. grocery stores there's, there's seamless food. options right there's right there's seamless options there's like a subway nearby right. you can as long as you can like there's like even small things like a nail salon like a waxing place but like mm-hmm. there's places like that they're everywhere that's true so as long as you're in like a good location like i don't really need to be near all like the restaurants that's true like or there are rest obviously you want like some but I don't also need like to have you like just go to the restaurant and then come home right like the trendy place <laughs> yeah. right exactly have to, you don't have to like live on top of it exactly um but yeah i will keep you updated on my apartment search but i really those hope are the you things that up, i'm pondering these days i hope you end up living near me i might you could i'm it's, it's a, a bit it's hard to narrow down down the areas it's a good it's a good area yeah okay well um now that we know what's going on in our lives let's talk about some pop culture yes let's um so this like I know this is sort of random, but Kanye's Sunday services. Have you seen these? Well, I read the article that our podcast producer sent us about this. (laughs) Um, I don't really like follow Kanye that closely, but basically I think the article is basically saying that on Sunday mornings, they have a musical sort of like concert type thing in their house, in their house, which I mean, I I watched the video. It kind of sounds like church, right? It's like his songs mixed with gospel well it's kind of funny because we always talk about how celebrities are sort of the new like where people worship them like they used to actual gods so it's funny that they're sort of making that more literal right the sunday service see like if i didn't think that kanye west actually took himself so seriously in the sense that he genuinely does think he's jesus believes that he's like some sort of prophet like when that when he was saying all that like as a joke like I thought I like bought into that, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, cause it's a joke. Like it's funny to think that you're a prophet when you're just a rapper. <laughs> like, yeah, that's right. funny. But now I kind of feel like he thinks like, like maybe he actually does think that he's God. And I think that he is careless in things that he says and does. Um, and I think we've seen that in the past like year or two. And I think that celebrities starting religions is a dangerous thing. As we've seen from Scientology. Exactly. Like, I just don't think that that's, like, cool. Like, I think that celebrities should stay as celebrities and stop trying to confuse themselves with religious figures. Like, no. Like, I, I like agree next thing we're right. going to read is that Kanye's house, Kanye and Kim's house, like, doesn't have property right. taxes because they're yeah. now a religion. The next thing you know, we have, like, a divine monarch and, like, Kanye's president and we're all, like, worshiping right, him, right. too. Right, right. Like, it's not <laughs> funny. Like, right. it's just not funny. It's like funny. a very slippery slope to get from where we are now yeah. to, like... Literally, like the like, what did what did they call those in um, history class? Like the divine king, like the the king that they thought has like power oh. from God. Oh, I forgot like what it was absolute, called. Like absolute monarchy. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I feel like we're kind of seeing, close to that. Just like seeing how things have gone in the country in the past decade. Like, I just don't really feel comfortable with Kanye West trying to make himself into a religious into a figure, God. even as a joke. Right. Like it's not funny because people may actually take it seriously. And I think that we're seeing that people worship celebrities, in my opinion, in a way that's like dangerous al- enough already 
even when like all, the worst they're doing yeah. is selling like tummy I mean, minimizers. You have to think like when Selena B- when Selena Gomez started dating Justin Bieber, she was getting like death threats. Right. Like, could you imagine That's like sending crazy. a death threat to someone who's dating someone you like, like right, a musician? You know, like, can right. you imagine that? That's what I'm saying. There's like, but it's crazy so because insane. there's so many people that are like that. How did they get that way? How did they like do normal things? Like, how do they pay their bills? Like. Like right. to me, it's that that is so indicative of such a deeply irrational mind that I don't even know how I don't they really like understand how they got there. But there must be something because there are like maybe I don't know if there's more. I feel like there's probably we just see the really crazy ones like you hear about them. So there's probably like of the mass population. It's probably not a huge percentage. Like, let's say it's even like let's say she received 5000 death threats from 5000 different people. That's, that's a like, lot. That's like a lot of people. Like, yeah. That are feel so invested in their personal relationship with Justin Bieber. And I'm sure it was like more than five thousand. Like yeah. I'm sure there I was hundred. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I if you know. look at any celebrity's comment section, there's of like 5, their Instagram. There's five thousand crazy comments of people who are so opinionated and feel so deeply that they need to share their opinion about like anything that these celebrities are doing it's crazy right that's why i don't like the idea of a celebrity trying to position themselves as any sort of serious leader that applies to politics religion Mm -hmm. even like a business like stop trying to be like like, don't try to be like the ceo of something like unless you're just the face of it like i just it makes me uncomfortable people should stay in their lanes because the general public i think is not necessarily like wise enough to parse out what's real from what's not right and like when kanye is having services there is a lot of pe- there are a lot of people who may take that a little too far and that makes me deeply uncomfortable right i think it's good that we haven't heard too much about it maybe they'll just keep it a private like no 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 there's lots of celebrities that go like katie perry and orlando bloom courtney love david letterman like people go it's a thing right, well speaking of celebrities you do crazy shit Let's talk about Kourtney Kardashian's Photoshop fail. Yeah. So last week, Aileen and I talked about her bath picture where her head was like poorly edited onto her onto her body and like it made no sense. Mm-hmm. And someone submitted like a theory that basically celebrities are purposely photoshopping themselves badly because people will stare at it on the on the on Instagram longer because they're like examining it, zooming mm-hmm. in, zooming in. And we actually like learn from speaking to Instagram that like hover time that like the amount of time it's someone important. like sits on an Instagram post and like examines it makes it go higher up in the algorithm. So if all these people are like staring at her ma- at her Photoshop mishap. I feel like that strategy makes more sense for like a more B list Instagrammer, like but, someone. But Courtney's the least interesting to look at, so she I know, had to do something drastic. The Kardashians, no matter what, they don't need to do that. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not for me. If I were them, I would think like it's not really worth it to do that. Like, why fuck with my reputation when I'm already have like so many people who care and are engaged and like because care you're about my thinking life. about that from the standpoint of not a Kardashian, like a regular person. She's competing with six other Kardashian sisters, but they all. Five. I feel like they're all like eating from the same pool or like drinking from the same. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like there's. I don't I, know how they distribute the money. They but d- they. They get gave ten percent to Chris, and they get the rest from their own projects. Right, but, but it's not like Courtney. Like, like Courtney doesn't need any more money really than she has. Like she's not like I know. Oh, how do I find ways to? Then like, why is she doing this like, at all? I need. I really want to buy this boat. Like, how do I figure out a way to buy it? Yeah, like, she already has like endless amounts of cash. But you're saying that as like a regular person, like who has like I would say like 
maybe a more sane grasp on materialism. Do you think she has a paranoia of? No, of, I just look. Here's the thing: if she if she had that mindset, she why even start a business at all? Like if, if, that actually makes you a lot of money. I think like the the incremental amount of like someone hovering on her picture for like a little bit for this one picture, this one off thing, like to me wouldn't seem worth it if I were her. I don't really. I think that. It's an interesting theory about like but celebrities you, doing this. You're to not do that. like deeply invested in Instagram the way that like this family. Think how distorted their their like ways of looking at things must be compared to just a real person. Mm-hmm. Everything in their life is kind of a PR show. Like it's all just a stunt. Everything that happens to them just an is additional a stunt. stunt. To them, it's like they're they're. I think that their grasp on like what's normal behavior and what's necessary what's do you even think that she is editing her own pictures or no i think that like maybe her person her own pictures but maybe but maybe this was what her person wanted to do it's an interesting theory well basically like this they sent the person who sent this in sent an article from distractify basically saying that like sometimes celebrities maybe not her but generally will post poorly edited photos so that they generate comments Hmm. and like Maybe maybe this is the case with Courtney. Maybe it's not. Maybe Courtney's social media manager thought of that strategy, or maybe they didn't. But like, I think it's a good point. It's possible. I don't. I think. I, I think it makes a lot more sense for someone who's like in the million follower range, not the like hundred million follower range. That's because you aren't in the million follower range to know how fucked up people get when yeah. they are like like think how distorted the Kardashians Instagram are. Instagram is bad for society. I like don't want to say it because we love we, Instagram. We love Instagram. Like I think, okay. I don't think the, con- let's make it all social media. Let's, let's like, generalize. Is it worse than Facebook? Is it no, better? No no, 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 no. I'm not even, well, well, there's different reasons each platform, but I'm saying let's take all of social media. Mm-hmm. Do I think like it has to be bad for society? No. But I think that social media companies purposely design their products to be addictive. Right. As so, do, as as so do that food companies, right. but as I think do that dating apps, as, as do dating do, apps, right. right? But I think that if these industries were potentially better regulated or not as incentivized to addict its consumers, maybe it would be less bad for society. Like if it were genuine, like there are good things from social media. Like you can get advice from people, you can connect with people who you maybe wouldn't have a chance to connect with. You can right. it's easy find to talk out to them. Things. You can find out information. You can use it as a resource, and that's what I think social media was like. The, the positive side the person who's like I'm an idealist and I'm inventing social media like that's what they're thinking right but then you have people who are like social media I, I post things on social media to make people envy me I post social media so people will think I'm I'm richer richer or more go on more vacations or have a nicer wedding and all this shit that we see people posting mm-hmm. And then you have the companies themselves that are like, how do we make this as addictive as possible? How do we make it so that they're con- you're, that incentivize you to refresh constantly? It's also like, how do we make it so that we look like we're amazing, even if there's no substance there? Exactly, because they're they're right. they, they're leading the with. W- I think that it's still it's still like the only way to really have substance modern day is to like find out in person almost. Yeah, like you really can't tell if over the internet if something has substance. Yeah, like I was um. And think about so all the parties started, that you've been to that are way more look way more fun on okay. Instagram. Than I'll give, they a, are in I'll give an example from like my own my own life last week. And from so people probably know we started Betch's Brides, mm-hmm. our new wedding vertical. So last week I went like dress shopping and I put it on the Instagram story. And like I got so many people responding like I like this one. I like this one. And I had like a great time dress shopping. Mm-hmm. OK, so to the outsider casual observer, it looks like, 
oh, she had such a great time dress shopping. It was an amazing day for her. Right. How beautiful, how lovely. Her mom was there. Okay, it was a great time. But then I went out to dinner with my mom and we had like a deeper conversation about like, invite basically about inviting my dad to the wedding. Okay. Which is a, just for the listeners, this is like not a happy conversation for me. Mm-hmm. And it was really like upsetting. And it literally like ended up casting a cloud over the whole experience of going wedding dress shopping. Right. And I just think about how like, that wasn't posted on my Instagram. That was posted on that. Like what was posted was like a fun time of me looking at dresses and like lots of them looked great, but like no one shows the full picture of like, Oh, well actually I, I, so it looks like, Oh, she's having this amazing wedding. So fun. But like, what about that? What isn't shown, which is like the, the heartfelt sad conversation I had with my mom right right after behind the scenes. Exactly. Right. So like, it's not authentic. Yeah. And even when people do post that kind of, you know, like when sometimes people try to do like their honest Instagram post of like, this is really like this happy time. Like, here's what really was going on. I love on. when people do that. I kind of like when people do that. But then I'm also like, you're oversharing. It, sometimes it feels like oversharing. And sometimes it feels like it's kind of like how much meta of examination of the examination do we need to get into of like. Well, I just think it's, I think those people mean well and that they're trying to show like the real side, like like, instead of just being like, here's this amazing picture and how amazing I look. There's also, this is actually the real thing. Just so you know, like it's not perfect. It's not as perfect as this picture makes it look. Images can make something look super perfect. It's like the, the actual life that is what your life is. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's impossible to know by putting any of that stuff like. Like it's possible to know the reality behind any social media. Even if someone tries to explain the reality, you don't necessarily even really know the reality because you don't really know that person like at all. Right. So even their side of the reality might not even be the accurate. Do right. You know what I mean? Right. But right. But that's what we're saying is that it's like, is it really good for anyone if like all you're doing is showing like this perfect shit that makes people jealous and sort of feel inadequate when they look at their own lives? But like what they're basing that off of is not even really true. Right. I mean, people have always had photo albums. Those have never shown you the full yeah, picture. But, but for a photo album, you have to like sh- have someone over your house and like open the photo right. album and they have to agree to look at it. Yeah. They and also, like, do you like, want to see our photo album? Back, and they have to be like, yeah. Back before even me. like digital cameras, you would take one picture. To the whole thing. Right. You take one picture and like that was what the picture was. This is like for every picture posted on Instagram, there's like 200 discarded reject photos behind that so like no like in our past the picture that you see of like your parents at their wedding or one of those things that's like one of like three pictures that was probably like taken of that moment yeah yeah right i agree with you it's like social media has distorted people's perceptions about other people's lives and that and because humans are naturally comparing themselves to other people it makes them feel worse about their own lives right it's basically just seeing like everyone's magazine covers like, you know how, right. like, magazine covers, like, they're edited and, like, people get jealous of those pictures, but those people don't even look like that. It's like looking at just, like, every picture is, like, a magazine cover. Right. So is social media. Curated and edited. Right. And I I guess it it's hard to answer. Like, is social media good or bad for society? I don't know. Well. I really don't know. As many of you might already know, Aileen and I are huge fans of therapy. Big therapy. Love the therapy. 
but as you all know, therapy can be expensive. It can be hard to schedule. If you if you work nine to five, it's hard to get one of those, you know, light, night or early morning slots. And it's also like an emotional experience. You have to be physically like and mentally, emotionally ready to speak to someone. And it's sometimes like a little bit daunting. Absolutely. So we want to talk to you guys about an option that can really help you if maybe you're not looking to take that plunge into going into in-person sessions. It's called BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a service that helps you connect with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment, making it super convenient. You can get help on your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. They have BetterHelp has therapists who are specialized in all sorts of issues that all of us deal with and every struggle with, whether it's depression, stress, anxiety, relationship issues, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief and self-esteem. Which and it, I have like all these problems, not but, all of them, but many. And also just a reminder, you don't need to have like severe trauma or severe depression to have to, to want to seek therapy. It just we always say that it's always better to improve yourself or just be on a journey of improvement and therapy can really get you there and if you don't want to commit to having like a therapist that you go see in person this is an amazing option for you because everything you share is confidential and you can try a different therapist if you don't like the one that that is assigned to you or you choose then you can seek someone else and they have so many different therapists there's 3,000 US licensed therapists across all 50 states it's available worldwide and you can talk to them text you can chat on the phone you can video chat and you can set it up in under like a whole 24 hours it's honestly amazing one of the things i think is really also great about it other than the fact that it's like both secure convenient and convenient is that it is affordable and even if you can't necessarily even afford to add anything to your expensive they do have financial aid available for those who qualify so i think it's definitely worth exploring if this is something that you're interested definitely definitely explore it at least go look it up so and the best of all it we're off betch slapped listeners are getting 10 percent off of their first month with discount code slapped so why not just try it? Go today. Go to betterhelp.com slash slapped. All you do is you simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll absolutely love. That's betterhelp.com slash slapped. Have you been watching um, Real Housewives? Those at least give you a, bitter, a bigger picture of what's actually going on. I'm very behind, but I did hear that Paris Hilton might be on Beverly Hills, which would be... Just like as a cameo of no like no i think as a cast member really yeah she wants to be that would be interesting i'd like to see her if she could bring some actual drama to beverly hills which is like no offense kind of dramaless that would be great right all the drama on beverly hills is like the dog is very produced but like even that it's like almost there it's almost like them letting you behind the camera of like the way lisa Vanderpump wanted to manipulate the situation. Did okay. you read like Jessica Knowles' book, Favorite yeah. Sister? Yeah, I love not, that book. I'm still not done with it. I like it a lot. Um, but like basically it goes through like the behind the scenes plot. Yeah. She dri- makes like driving. a fake Bravo. Right. And, how, and shows how the characters like manipulate the producers to make it make, make their the own season more control favorable. the storylines or make sure they're coming back for another season well i did see that lisa rinna posted something that like she wants um that she didn't realize she was like part of the the plot to like advertise vanderpump dogs and she's like we should all get like a cut of that because we were like unwittingly Isn't that unknowingly just like a shelter i think so what do, do they make money off of the 
dog thing? No, but, that's no, like but they're hurt. trying to like, I don't know, obviously make something out of the Vanderpump dogs. And I don't know. She's just like annoyed. She's obviously trying to like stir shit up, but also probably is a little annoyed at that like, she's like, we didn't know we were like involved in this promotional plot and like we deserve peace. Right. Lisa Rinna's the worst. Like, I, think I no love one, her, no one who wa- but she's no, the worst. No one who truly wants peace is signed up for to be a housewife on Real Housewives. Yeah. Lisa Rinna talks out of both sides of her mouth probably more and more successfully than any other housewife I've seen. Right. She contradicts herself constantly. 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 But um, I think she wants... I think it's that battle that we all have. You want to be a better person. You want to do the right thing in your head. But then when the mo- the moment when comes, comes up, you're kind of like, let me indulge this like yeah. more and fucked once up you've side done of me it, because it feels kind of nice. Right. And once you've done it's that, fun. you can't undo it because you did it. Right. I mean, life is boring a lot of the time if you don't like... Life is boring. Own. Fuck shit up. If you don't make your own drama, like, I mean... But wouldn't you... Ra- would you rather be bored and happy? But or happiness, if you're bored, you're not necessarily okay. happy. Would Bore- you rather be bored and things are fine and content or really excited and worked up on adrenaline, but well, that's in like negative saying, ways? Would I rather be a drug addict or like not? Like, obviously, I don't want to be a drug addict, but like, it's a, it, so be, everyone knows like it's a, it's fun to do an case to do drugs occasionally <laughs> or ha- <laughs> they, so they say, I, <laughs> That's a great analogy. I'm just going to leave that. I'm just saying like, do you know what I mean? It's like, would I rather be in a toxic relationship where I like, I'm like that have is, highs, yeah. have highs and lows, which I compared to like a, a, a drug addiction. Like in that situation, like the highs are better than the even killed, whatever, but the lows are way ter- more terrible. So it's kind of like, I think it's okay to throw in a little like drama here and there into life. Like that does keep things a little bit interesting and I'm not above it. Yeah. I mean, I definitely like, purposely work myself up over things that there's no need but right. but like do i wish i didn't do that yeah so do i but i wish i also like if i that doesn't if there's nothing to talk about for a long enough period of time i get very bored well you should read or something or watch a show <laughs> then i'm then i'm uh getting entertained from someone else's drama great at least you're not jettisoning any relationships in your own life i guess i don't know sometimes it's like you never you ever start a fight with someone yeah I do it like kind of uh, I, I don't like to start bad fights, but I like right. to start tiffs. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely start tiffs, but like do I wish that I didn't? Yeah. Right. I really wish that I was better than that. That's true. I do. Okay, let's read an email. Dear Betches. I just have a lot of feelings. Hi, Betches. I need some advice on one of my best friends, and you ladies were the perfect ones to turn to. My best friend is getting married in August. So is ours. And I was obviously invited to the wedding. I found it a bit strange that I wasn't asked to be a member of the bridal party, especially considering I'm great friends with her and her sister. But that is besides the point. Throughout this whole wedding process, she has changed a lot. She, act like she, she acts like she doesn't care about the wedding and has caused a lot of grief for her sister, the maid of honor. On top of all this, she is in law school and got an internship in New York City for the summer, which she is incredibly underqualified for. Okay. She is in over her head, and yet she has been acting very cocky and unlike herself since getting said internship. I recently got a new job myself because my old job was absolutely horrible. I was working insane hours and traveling to, of all places, West Virginia for weeks on end to get yelled at by my horrible bosses. This made me very depressed and in a horrible place mentally. I'm really excited for my new position. I'm making more money and I'll be working less hours. It's a win-win in my book and a great move for my career. 
However, my friend has not been supportive whatsoever. She told me she's taking a, I'm taking a step back because this will be a job for me and not a career because I'll be working less hours. She made me feel horrible about my decision and made me question everything. I really don't believe she is right and would not have made this jump if I didn't think this was a better opportunity for myself. But I can't help but feel bad since she wasn't being supportive. What gives? I honestly don't even want to spend money on this bitch right now because she knows that I was in a horrible spot with this old job and should be excited for me in my new job. But I also don't want to cut ties with her sister because I'm actually better friends with her. To provide context, I'm 24, the bride is 25, and the bride's sister is 29. We are all from Pittsburgh. Any help or advice is much appreciated. Frustrated batch. Okay. Um, speaking of creating drama. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe I, this girl doesn't really want to get married, and she's in a bad mood, and that's why she's being so bitchy. That's all possible, but I think all of that, whatever's going on with this girl, like, is, doesn't even matter. It's really about you, and like, why are you letting this person have so much like control over like your feelings and your life? If like, first of all, you said you don't even want to spend money on her, but she hasn't made you a bridesmaid. So you have a, you just have to get her, you just have to get her a gift or you can RSVP no and like pretend you have something else going on that day. It doesn't seem like she's in a position to RSVP no. Perhaps, but it also kind of seems like you thought you were better friends with this person that you don't really like than you actually are. Yeah. Right. So, but you don't really like her. So I don't understand why you're trying to hold on to the friendship. Or what is the even what is even the advice about? Is the advice is is the question here is? Do you know what this email smacks of to me? Quarter life crisis for this girl or the other girl for for potentially everyone involved. Mm-hmm. It seems to me that that this friendship is not as like solid as as you will discover friendships can be. Right. Like I don't. I think that this is probably like a little less of a more of a shaky friendship than you realized. And I think that that is shown by the fact that you that you have a little bit of a codependency with her opinions about your job slash career slash just general path and that you seem to have the same judgments on her. Right. Like like you're also judging her career. She's judging yours. It seems like just not really a great friendship in general and that neither of you is particularly supportive of the other. She seems like she's not in a great mood, like considering all the happiness that's in her life or maybe she has other things she's stressed out about. But I think that this might just be sort of a realization for you about like what friends are supposed to be like at certain moments in each other's lives, whether it's a career or a wedding. And it seems like this isn't that. So maybe putting a little bit more distance, take being like a little bit happy that you're not her bridesmaid Mm -hmm. and then taking your own career moves the way that you feel are right or wrong. And you'll be the one to experience the consequences, ignoring her career issues. Cause who cares? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like I wouldn't focus on like her and what's going on with her life and the issues that you feel that you're finding in her. Like that doesn't concern you necessarily. Just like kind of your job doesn't concern her unless you asked her for advice. It seems odd that she would offer up, offer up this thought about your job. Maybe you asked her. It sounds like, I don't think any, I mean, if you asked her, what do you, I had this new job opportunity. What do you think? And she told you what she thinks. That's your, if you asked, that's her opinion. You don't well, have I to agree with it. Did. I think she did ask and her right. friend. So her friend, so her friend didn't think that was a good idea. But if you didn't want her opinion, then don't ask. It seems like a quarter life crisis friendship to me. Yeah. Where it's like, you realize this isn't as like deep or beneficial to your life. And this isn't the kind of person that you necessarily want 
to be close with because a she she does she showed that by not picking you as a bridesmaid right and b she's not supportive about your career you're not really that supportive of hers so like maybe this is just one of those shallow friendships and you can you just both have grown out of it right yeah. neither of you necessarily means that neither of you are a bad person or you don't have to like villainize her and be like she's a nasty bitch it could just be like you guys are on different pages. You're not really like your friend. You're not meshing well. Right. Also and that like, happens. Also at like age 24, everything seems like it is like going to be like that forever. And it's not. That's, That's true. Like like the way you are at 24, like you're, you want to keep the relationship with your sister. Like everyone's going to mature. The sister's already more mature. And I think people mature and realize that like things don't have to be this like buddy buddy fake best friend mm -hmm. that you had your whole life like that you just called each other best friends because like you were in the same vicinity. right sometimes like, it's kind of like you just become different people and you become i mean the older you get the more factors influence your life and the you could just become a different person it doesn't have to mean a, it's a negative bad thing or one person is bad and one person's fault it's just kind of like you used to mesh well you've grown apart shit happens yeah and if you think that this is a good move for your career go do it no one knows no one knows better than you necessarily and if it is wrong then you will learn, learn from that. it right you're young you can learn it's not like you're making a pivot so there's not this isn't permanent right the consequences of making a bad career move at 24 are not that great that's true okay right, let's do another one hi batches i'm an og listener and listen to anything produced by batches media fully consider myself an FOB friend of Betches. Shout out to Jared. Lately, I've been told by significant people, two friends and my boyfriend in my life that they just want me to be happy. Like, can you can you all just shut the fuck up? <laughs> I feel like I'm a happy person 82% of the time. 82 is very specific. I have yeah. dogs. I have a full-time job. live in my own apartment. I'm, I'm recovering from a recent major surgery, surgery and work out five times a week. So as Elwood said, endorphins make you happy. Happy people don't kill their husbands. I'm over people telling me to be happy. Full-time jobs are stressful. Relationships, taking care of yourself, financial security, and maintaining friendships isn't always rainbows and butterflies. I truly feel that no one is happy 100% of the time. And if you are, you're probably complacent or living on a private island. The overwhelming volume of quotes on Instagram claiming that happiness is a choice doesn't help my current frustrations. Personally, I don't buy into that happiness is a choice simply because many parts of a developing life are unpredictable. I appreciate everything I've worked for. I show love to my friends, family, and boyfriend. Do I have to walk about with a fake smile or act like nothing bothers me to convince people I'm happy? Has anyone said this to you guys? Am I just a grumpy bitch if people keep saying this? Thoughts, comments, concerns, please. Also, don't worry. I'm starting therapy this week just in case it is me. Thank you. I think if you are um, constantly getting feedback that people just want you to be happy, it means that you're kind of walking around like a dark cloud. I think if if you can if it's the situation that like everyone in the room is an asshole like a lot of the time that means you're the asshole yeah so if this is a thing that i would say if one person was 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 telling you to con that you need to be more positive that's one thing but if it seems like you're getting that from everywhere i think that means it's time for a little introspection it's funny that she says she because everything she says sounds like good like she says she's happy 82 percent right. of the time look okay i i feel a little bit like I can relate to this because I feel like I'm a person who easily gets down like okay. pretty easily. And I, my mood can definitely like permeate and I can be moody and I get it. And like, I feel like like her, I have like the, the pillars of a good life. And, mm -hmm. but sometimes, you know, it's possible and you might discover this in therapy that you're carrying around like something a little deeper or darker. That's like, causing giving you, you a negative 
outlook like that's causing you irritability or giving you like just sort of a negative outlook on life that it's like more intangible that even though you have all these things in place you just kind of like it's just not happy like some people just feel happy like happy people and some people just don't and you might have some you might discover in therapy that you have something like deeper going on that like casts a cloud or causes you to sort of seem a certain way I think that's a very um, fair point. Like you may not even realize like this energy that you're giving off is coming from something deeper yeah. than like, like I'll be honest. Like things. I, you, you know, I get like irritable. Like, yeah, like I've been, I could be in a bad mood for like years you, at a you've time. Improved on that. Yeah. Thank you. But that's because I <laughs> went to therapy and my therapist like point essentially like taught me that all this like irritability and this like trigger mood, like, where I would just get very upset about things or like feel just like deeply down about things mm-hmm. like that came because I was like carrying around a lot of like undealt with stuff. Right. And that, right. That, ex- that expressed itself through this. Right. Probably and because it comes having. from when you're like so young and it's not like happening on a daily basis, like looking back into your childhood and seeing like why that type of way might have developed as like part of your personality, like it might, you might discover that like you have things that you never like dealt with and you just ignored and that those are just right beneath the surface, like mm-hmm. waiting to be like addressed. And maybe you are happy 82% of the time, but perhaps when in that 18% of the time, when you're expressing your unhappiness, you're doing so in a sort of toxic way, which yeah, is possible that's true. because you are allowed to feel however you want to feel. No one can tell you just be happy or can't you just be happy. But if when you're expressing your unhappiness, you're kind of wreaking havoc on those around you, then that could be a reason that people are urging you to be happy because your unhappiness is it's like so extreme. seeping into their lives and causing them to feel negatively. You're allowed to feel however you want, but it's when it starts to affect other people that they might have a suggestion for you on how to lift your mood. And you can't really blame them for that because like if you're someone's close friend or their, or their significant other, their mood and they have very intense negative moods, that can really affect you. So like I will say I feel her on the fact that when you're not happy, there's literally nothing you want to hear less than people just being like, I just want you to be happy. Like, yeah, bitch. Same. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's annoying, right? But then if you're annoyed by that, what you have to sort of do is just think like, how am I how is this I'm I have this negative feeling, right? But that doesn't mean that everyone around me has to suffer because I'm feeling negatively. Right. Right. So like, how can I, so it, it's annoying to be around these people who are just telling, who just are in a different mood than me and want me to be in the same mood that they're in. So maybe I'll retreat for a second, kind of deal right. with this so that it doesn't like negatively impact the rest of my relationships, right. deal with it on my own, which is really the only way to like kind of solve or deal with it, especially in the moment, an issue that makes you feel very intensely. Right. And then come back to them. Cause I think if they're telling you to be happy, they're not doing that just cause like they're trying to annoy you. They're doing that. Cause like they feel that way. You're fucking up their day. Right. Or also like I, I, I got what you're saying that some people when they are unhappy, it is so toxic. Right. They're just like, I don't want to be so around you. You're like, so they're probably like, you've probably almost trained them obviously unintentionally to be like on the lookout for your mood mm-hmm. because 
they know that like once when you it turn comes, it's like a big storm coming and everyone is going to now have to deal with exactly so i think that's what they mean they're not saying that to annoy you like can you just be happy they're just kind of like can you just take this whatever energy you have and not try to put it on me yeah and i mean if you're starting therapy that's great like i think everyone could use a little therapy no matter how what percentage of the time they're happy like i think that it really doesn't hurt anyone to look a little bit deeper into like why you are the way you are right and even if you have a great life and things are great for you like you can still learn more about yourself and and get better yeah and again it's not about like are you happy are you not happy it's about how you express your unhappiness that's really it seems like the issue here more than the fact that you are occasionally unhappy like it's a hundred percent okay to not be happy all the time no one is happy all the time this sounds like more of an issue with how you're expressing that. Agreed. All right, let's Keep post- us posted. I'm really curious. Yeah. Okay, so this episode is sponsored by Shoe Dazzle. I know around this time of the year, we're all looking for ways to make ourselves better, to reinvent our closets. You know, I'm always looking for new shoes because I just get, I just, I don't want the shoes that I had last year. I just don't. I want something new. And um, it could be really expensive or intimidating to look for something new. But that's where Shoe Dazzle comes in. No matter what you're looking for, and I know from experience, Shoe Dazzle has it. Any style. They have trendy. They have classic. They have everything. And if you don't even know what you're looking for, they have this incredible style quiz. And you know we love quizzes to tell you more about yourself. So you take this really fun quiz to personalize your shopping experience. And I found like some really new things about me that I like love. What did you find out? Well, that I like flats. <laughs> Actually, it's not that new. But basically. Pointy around. Yeah, comfortable shoes okay. is what I found out. But basically, if you take the style quiz, it'll tell you something more about yourself. It'll tell you um, what you should be shopping for based on your own preferences, which is amazing. And there's this very important thing that I have to say, which is if you want to sign up for Shoe Dazzle VIP, you can save 30% off most retail prices all day, every day, and get free shipping and returns and there's all types of exclusive perks you know your vip that's what happens but most importantly you get 30 percent off every single day so go to shoedazzle.com slash slapped and sign up as vip because right now you're gonna get your first pair of shoes for just ten dollars which is actually insane and amazing that's shoedazzle.com slash slapped to step up your look today just for ten dollars shoedazzle.com slash slapped um, sure. We're going to play some games. Today, okay. this, so this week is Sarah Jessica Parker's B-Day. Happy so, birthday, Carrie. Yes. So we are playing a game of Sex and the City trivia, and we're going to switch off we'll as switch we off. do. Okay. Okay. Um, for any, I'm a huge, I mean, like, I'm not a fan. I'm very entertained by Sex and the City. I have issues with it, but I enjoy it a lot. Yeah, so I have a feeling I'm, I'm going to be good at this. Um, Everyone asked me, do you, did you watch Sex and the City? Like, yeah. Obviously. You just don't seem like you, like, have. Why? Because you talk about, like, the West Wing a lot more. They don't really seem to, like, overlap I just as much. Yeah, but, like, I, en- like, I, look, I'm a girl who can hang with the West Wing yeah. and Sex and the City equally. I've been a single gal in NYC. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, Sex and the City is like a good I show. I like shopping and brunch. Yeah, okay. I like shopping and brunch, and I also like politics. Hey, you can get a girl who can do both. Okay, who shit herself on vacation? Charlotte. Yes, in I, Mexico. That was in the movie. Say, I poop pooed my what? What was Pukip- the line? Charlotte Poughkeepsie her pants. Okay, which major love interest was originally supposed to be a guest star? 
Um, this is not in the show, so it's I don't more of like a, I'm pretty sure it's I'm, big. You think it's big? I think it's big. I think it's Aiden. Well, let's find out. Big. Oh wow! Look, You're the better girl than who, <laughs> the girl who doesn't watch Sex in the, the girl City. Who no one thought. I've seen every episode, guys. Which actress had a no nudity clause in her contract? That sounds like a Kristen Davis thing. Um, or Carrie. Carrie. I Carrie. 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 Carrie yeah. You never see Carrie's yeah, boobs. That's true. You I'm don't. pretty sure it's, it's Carrie. SJP. What a fucking prude. Sarah Jessica Barker, <laughs> happy B-Day. Yeah. Happy B-Day. Never going to see you naked. Okay. Which Spice Girl made a cameo and which one was supposed to but had to cancel? I feel like the um, ginger one made a cameo. Yeah, she. I think so, What's too. her name? Mel- Jerry. Jerry oh, Hallowell. Jerry. It also just came out, and I don't know if this was confirmed or denied, that Jerry Hallowell and Mel B, a.k.a. Scary Spice, had sex during the Spice Girls reign. Um, I could imagine that being a that thing. would have been so much more scandalous if it came out at the time because it was like pre gay marriage and everything. I would not be surprised. Um, yeah, I, so yeah. I'm going to say, uh, ginger, Jerry, whatever. And then I, I'm going to guess, guess that Victoria Beckham was supposed to, but never did. Okay. My, I, or baby was supposed to, but never did. I feel like Victoria might've been like, I'm too much of the shit to do this. Oh, you're right. Victoria Beckham. Oh, nice. It was Jerry, Jerry Hallowell was on as we both. Oh, okay. wow. Impressive. How many people did Samantha hook up with on the show? Ooh, that I'm not 150. I was going to say 100. Yeah, let's, let's see. see. 41 men and one woman. That's it. I thought Carrie hooked up with 41 men and one woman. That sounds so low. That sounds low. I feel like that was Carrie's number. Maybe it's just on the show. Like things we saw. Yeah. I mean, that's like written in or maybe they got the wrong one i thought that was carrie maybe they got wrong whose boyfriend wanted to pee on her um carrie's boyfriend wanted to pee on her it was the 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 politician politician. yes Yes. roger sterling yes what was his name i forgot uh i don't remember his name but it was roger the guy who plays roger sterling Mm -hmm. on heaven carrie Carrie. yeah you're right. right look at us we're so good at this game guys the better you are at this game the more questionable your tv choices <laughs> yeah. which now famous actor guest starred twice but in two different roles interesting now famous actor i think is it the smith jared guy i think it's bradley cooper what was he in bradley cooper i rem- he was like some douchey guy i feel like that i saw i feel right. like i saw him twice that sounds right no it's justin thoreau Oh, what was he? I feel like I remember Google that. mm, Yeah, I kind of remember him. I don't remember him at all. Okay, I guess I haven't seen that rerun lately. Okay, last question: What embarrassing thing does Carrie do in bed in season one with Mister Big? Asks him to commit to a relationship. (laughs) She farts. Does she? Oh, she farts! Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I remember that episode. That's so funny. And then he doesn't call her for three days. You guys should listen to the episode of You Up. I think it's two episodes ago from, or maybe it'll be three by the time this comes out. Whatever. Read the descriptions where Jordana and Jared talk about queefing, oh and Jared like literally cannot stop, stop laughing at, at or making the sound. Jared, what the hell? <laughs> He's 10. <laughs> He's literally He's 10. 10. He's 10. He literally thought that queefing was like the funniest thing in the world. I'm just like, it just makes it, it's like a whoopee cushion joke. It's very it's weird. It's literally a whoopee cushion yes. joke, which is funny because I thought his humor was a little bit more elevated than that. Very disappointing. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I remember funny. the episode where she farts and he doesn't call her for three days and she starts freaking out. It's very funny. Um, yeah. This adds our, our show. I enjoy it. to batch slap someone. Oh yeah. Who do you want to batch slap? I'm Betch Slapping America, and you, if you want to know why, listen to the Betches Up podcast. Betch Slapping America. Oh, I can't compete just with like that. It's like the whole country. It's, it's, stop it. Um, 
I'm bench slapping Ramona Singer because she stole um, a lobster from a clam bake to bring to bring back, which I thought was weird. That's so sad. Was it alive? Did you watch last week's episode? No. No. It's like she she took home like a lobster, like it's a doggy bag. My mom would do that. It was odd. Um, <laughs> did you see that? That's probably not the worst person in America this week, but that's just all I could think did of. Did you see Ramona and, and Kyle Richards were united or they ran into each other in Aspen this weekend? Oh, wow. Right. The height like of society. The height of society. Just the most, you know, Indeed. biggest role models. Okay. Well, that is our, our episode. We will see you next week. Um, bye. Email us at slapped at oh, betches.com yeah. with any comments, questions, concerns, etc. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Betches.